Gilded Coach Quick Tips, Episode 27. Not in quote Quincy change orders. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Builder Coach. Welcome, welcome again. Um, welcome. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Builder Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale R. Scriven, project management and design build professional. Again, reminder, this podcast is about the guts, the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes of your project. It's not necessarily about the pretty pictures. We recognize that we need to know our piece, the process that allows us to avoid problems so that we can avoid being pissed and most importantly, avoid getting ripped off and becoming pocket poor. All right. And I say that literally um, just moments ago, I was looking at one of the popular, you know, renovation shows on HGTV. And it was amazing how they immediately started talking about cabinets and interior design and windows. And when I looked at the actual structure, there were some obvious grading problems. There were some roof problems. So what they did, which was shocking they started from the inside out and I'm giving you my honest, honest, honest feedback as a construction professional. You work from the outside in, you have to secure the outside of the home, including the grading or any exterior features, i.e. roof leaks or any infiltration from any water, weather, etc. You got to work from the outside in. All right. It's not from the inside out. All right. That being said, if you're looking to hire a great contractor, visit buildercoach.com forward slash hire. It's a fantastic free resource that provides a blueprint on how to hire not a good contractor, but a great contractor. All right. Welcome to the quick sip. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the quick tip series today. Today, we will talk about. Um, change order Charlie's buddy and, 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 and another buddy that they have is not in quote Quincy. This is a series. So this is number two in the quick tips. Um, first and foremost, we talked about, uh, what did we talk about? Proposal Pete. We talked about proposal Pete and now we're going to talk about not in quote Quincy. And again, there are about 20, um, buddies that change order. Charlie uses again, a change order, is a request by the contractor to ask for more money. All right. Sometimes that ask is warranted. It is proper. A lot of times it is not proper. It is a scam to try to dig into your pockets. Okay. Now, again, a another backdrop. We talked about this in the proposal Pete episode, but as a backdrop, just in case you didn't have a chance to listen to that episode, I suggest that you do so. It is episode 26. Look, contractors are running a business. All right. 
And businesses are always looking to increase their profits. No problem with that. Hey, I, I, I am not anti-business by any stretch of the imagination. But to make a long story short, you can, you can do one of two things. You can get more customers, which has a cost extended to it, right? And a risk. You have marketing, you have bidding, et cetera, in the renovation remodeling world, right? So it's not necessarily easy to get um, new customers. All businesses want all the new customers, right? So you can get A, a whole bunch of new customers, or B, increase the profits from your existing customers. If you think about a restaurant, right? They have, let's say, they a restaurant knows that they have... 10,000 people a year that are dedicated fans that come to their restaurant. Well, they can either open up a new restaurant to get a new 10,000 customers at that location or at that existing location, they can what? Increase the prices on that menu. And that's what contractors do. They have these existing contractor um, customers or it may not be an exact correlation. Let's say that a contractor can only do 100 jobs a year and you happen to be one of those customers in that 100 jobs. Well, what they will do is increase the menu price, right? Instead of saying, hey, on that job, we normally make $5,000. This year, we're going to have a goal to make $8,000, an extra $3,000 and increase profits for these particular jobs that we know we can do every single year, okay? So that might be a goal they have, and that's fine that they have these goals, but we want to make sure that these goals are indeed just, all right? So now, today, again, we're going to talk about not in quote Quincy, all right? Now, Quincy is the contractor's friend who wants it both ways, right? Now, he's an employee of the contractor, and he wants it both ways. And we'll go, go into that. First and foremost, Quincy realizes that in this case, he has a slight challenge on his hands. In this circumstance, you, the homeowner, man, you were smart. The homeowner or the property owner has wisely used a contract agreement to enter into agreement with the contractor. As opposed, and we might sound like a broken record, as opposed to signing the contractor's proposal. In this case, there's a contract agreement, all right? The homeowner and the property owner took their time before issuing the contract agreement, all right? There are good drawings, a clearly written scope of work. The details of the work is clearly outlined and agreed to by all parties, meaning you and the contractor. It's written. It's written down, all right? All right. Now, that being said, this is where, you know, this is where not in quote Quincy tries to wiggle in. Keep in mind, right, that there are good contract agreements and bad contract agreements. However, no contract agreement is perfect. There is no such thing as an iron clad contract. It just doesn't exist. All right. And, and one of the main reasons is we live in a human world. There is always room for interpretation. That's kind of what brings the foundation of our legal system and any developed, you know, system where you have laws, there's always room for interpretation. All right. Or else the court systems would not exist. 
All right. One only needs to engage in political discourse to understand that one man's potato is another man's potato, right? It's just up to interpretation. So nothing is necessarily perfect. So how does this play out in reality? All right, example. Um, project that was over. We were coming down to the to the stretch on a multi-room project in Washington, D.C., in northwest Washington, D.C. D.C. is um, separated in these um, quadrants. Um, so Northwest is one of the four quadrants in Washington, D.C. All right. The project was fantastic, actually. Um, it was a full interior gut. Man, it was a fantastic project. Owners did a great job, um, knew everything on the interior. You know, so it was an aged home, so they decided to do an interior gut. Now, several times, the contractor and I battled multiple times or what was in and not out the scope. All right. And the contractor lost 99% of these battles because as I stated earlier, we had a good contract agreement. All right. Smart owner throughout the project. However, I did hear grumblings that the contractor wasn't making the type of money they wanted to make on the project. That's a clue. All right. You can hear the grumblings. You, you know, most of the time you can hear the pressure coming in from the front office down to the workers on the job site about, hey, getting off the job, making some money. All right. So I kept a close ear, you know, walking around the job site, kept a close ear. And I actually learned that the contractor was bleeding money on another project, bleeding, i.e. losing money on another project. Fast forward. Fast forward, right? A couple of months. Again, going down the home stretch. I go into both kitchens, upstairs and in the basement. Again, this is a nice project in Northwest Washington, D.C. And I noticed that the countertops installed are the regular laminate countertops. Now, mind you, the laminate looked fantastic. All right. However, granite countertops were specified in this project. We're in a nice section of Washington, D.C. So it's granite countertops. Additionally, the contractor installed cheap builder's grade faucets and cabinet hardware. So, look, I got this. I'm like, look, this is this is crazy. Let me call over the contractor. Let me see what's going on. I call over the contractor, you know, the, the foreman or the superintendent that's on the job site. Call him over and let him know what the issue is. Say, hey, man, this is not in the scope of work. Why is this installed? You need to go ahead and install the correct stuff. That is when I met, not in quote, Quincy. That's when not in quote, Quincy all of a sudden appeared, right? So they're losing money and now their result, or I should say they resort to not in quote, Quincy. The contractor goes into his pocket and says with confidence, I don't see granite countertops in the proposal or in the quote, and the quote calls for basic faucets and hardware, all right? Now, proposal and quote kind of be, can be used interchangeable, right? But right now, you know, the quote, the quote, all right? Again, I don't see granite countertops in the quote, and the quote calls for basic faucets and hardware. Quincy, and I forgot the guy's real name, but I call him Quincy, Quincy is absolute. He's pointing at a quote in black and white. He is adamant. There it is. Crystal clear. 
crystal clear. Like it's a divine text sent down from God. That's how adamant he's pointing to this um, quote. Quincy proclaims, you'll have to pay a change order if you want granite and the upgraded hardware package. (laughs) And I'm just looking at him, right? I'm breathing, looking at him, letting him, you know, kind of get it all out, venting, what have you. I look at him with a grin and I laugh from the deepest bellows of my stomach. <laughs> Literally, I'm laughing. I'm like, this is a joke. Is he is he is he high on something? What what did he eat this morning? Did he have too much coffee? Um and I and I kindly say, because I try to bring the temperature down on the job site, and that's you know something that you can do as an owner. Quincy, your proposal means nothing to me. The contract agreement and Literally, when I speak on the job site, I kind of put emphasis on the word contract agreement. So I kind of sound, I don't know, over the top sometime. But I say the contract agreement that your company signed does not reference your proposal. And the contract agreement specifically calls out what type of granite to be used to include the thickness and specifically calls out the hardware package with color as well as sink faucet name, type, manufacturer, model number, etc. Here's some document control lessons. I go into my project folder and produce the divine document as it pertains to this project. The contract agreement. I produce the contract. Look, I tell Quincy, no potato, potato debates here. We have an agreement that we both called a potato, a potato. All right. The contract agreement. Look, if there's an ambiguity, a costly scope miss or something that the contractor doesn't like, the contractor will call in, not in quote, Quincy. They'll try to trick you. Even if you have a signed contract, they will try to revert to the quote or the proposal. They'll try to do that. All right. Not in quote, not in quote, Quincy will try to point out that the signed contract is incorrect. They'll try to do that. I'm I'm telling you, they'll try to do that. The signed contract has a mistake and ambiguity. That's not what I meant. What we really should have had in there was this. I'm sorry, but that's a mistake. No, it doesn't matter. Not in quote Quincy will question why someone signed this faulty contract. Not in quote Quincy will even go to the extent of blaming their home office, blaming someone else. Not in quote Quincy will absolutely try to nullify to a certain extent, the signed contract agreement. All of these arguments are rubbish, nonsense, nonsensical, totally preposterous. I can't be more adamant about that. Be very weary of not in quote Quincy. All right. It's not... It, it, it's not in not in quote Quincy's to job to create noise and mess. And more impro- 
importantly, to probe. Let me say that properly. It's not. In, oh, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm it, it, this irritates me because I've seen it on the job site so many times. I'm just trying to be real with you. It's not in quote Quincy's job to probe to see if the owner or the project manager in a lot of cases is a sucker weakling, a soft cream puffed who doesn't mind giving their money away. That's why they try to decouple the quotes and the contract. They want to test you. Well, let's see if this person doesn't know what they want. Look, once you have, all right, once you have a signed contract, literally throw, I don't want to say literally because you want to save it, but in your mind, throw that proposal in the toilet. It means nothing. But again, the contractor will keep these relics, these artifacts, and if it suits them, they will try to use that in their favor in case there are any cost mishaps, all right? Any cost overruns that they're going to incur, they're going to try to smile at you. Hey, remember we said this, etc., and use that proposal as a means of negotiation. No, it's the signed contract agreement. Now, on the other hand, this is on the other hand, you as the owner, remember in the earlier episodes of the Builder Coach, we want to talk, we're always talking about you being a good owner. That is the foundation of a good project. If you're a bad owner, you're going to have a bad project. You want to be a good owner. So on the other hand, Never try to use a proposal to obtain to obtain something in your favor. I've seen this before. All right. Project managers and owners go back to the proposal in order to discover the intention of the signed subcontract agreement or contract agreement. If you do this, you are stepping in the muddy waters. You can open up a Pandora's box of confusion. That's why you should take the time to craft. All right to craft, to draft a great, a good contract document, all right? Contract agreement, all right? Take your time. That is not something to be rushed. You don't want to rush to start talking about interior design and you're getting all, you know, wide-eyed and, oh, I can't wait to get this done. I can't wait to be in my space. Nope. That contract will save your butt, all right? Again, for all intents and purposes, I recommend never mentioning the proposal if you've, if you've used a signed contract agreement. Don't even mention the proposal. It's out of here. All right. Now, you can, in some cases, have a remodeling or remodeling project that has a signed proposal and contract agreement. And that's due to timeline. All right. I've seen this before. All right. And you never want to have two. the owner signed the proposal in the early stages, right? Because they didn't understand that, you know, you're not supposed to sign the contractor's proposal or they did it for whatever reason. All right. Then the owner received financing or had some other constraint. That required the owner to 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 draft or craft a contract agreement. So, again, the contractor, or I should say, blah, blah, blah. The owner signed, right, the contractor's proposal and then later drafted a contract agreement. And then both parties, the contractor and the owner, signed 
that final contract agreement. All right. You can't you don't want to have two documents in place. If this happens, you must formally, formally, formally cancel and nullify the proposal with a separate written agreement formally, not with a handshake, not with a head nod, not with a fist or chest bump or or friendly wink in writing. All right. That's happen. That happens sometimes. All right. Again, best practice, sign contract agreement. But sometimes it does happen because the, the owner does progress. All right. They progress through stages. All right. This is so important, especially when things start to go bad on your contract. Remember, all is all is great. I've seen it so many times in my 24 plus years of experience. You know, everything is hunky dory. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. But when things go bad, that's when you have to go back to this contract agreement. All right. So both parties can be on the same page. All right. I will say this. And this is the this is very important. I will say the sign of a good contractor is a contractor who likes clarity and does not like ambiguous agreements. A good contractor doesn't mind signing a contract agreement with the owner. Really doesn't because they want to get paid. And they also want to make sure that the legal rights are within that contract that protect them as well. The problem again with the with the proposal, the terms and conditions are so one-sided to the contractor. You want to have a multilateral uh, agreement that protects both sides, the contractor and the owner. All right, there you have it. This episode is this episode is a wrap. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and build a strong community of homeowners who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure, please, that you subscribe to Build a Coach on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more information, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you like what you hear at the Build a Coach, leave a review. The reviews really help us grow the show, grow the audience, and more importantly, reach more people who need help. Until next time, may your dream renovation project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.